to block them hoes when I had that bread to get The made it eat a friend pussy, you had to beg the bitch They wanna know how I became a millionaire so quick Project baby, raised off milk and eggs from Wick Before you ever heard of Butch, I was low-key rocking Low-key copping, straight drop, ain't no re-rocking Before the modern town shows, I was OT copping Had packs jumping out New York like they OB topping Three fours in a year, I'm getting fat off this dough And laughing niggas, so I'm still burning calories though She fucking bruh, but I will never get mad at the bro She fucking team, she probably We got another Tuesday episode, we got another Tuesday episode of a very special guest. We got KP here. And Fountain, of course. And the special guest we'd like to introduce, the man. The Butchie. The Butcher. Know. He's you know, here. You know. Oh, yeah. Black Thank you for friend. coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd like to do shit a little different here on this podcast. KP, why don't you tell him? Absolutely. This podcast is delivered, you know what I mean? We're hoping to inspire those that may be struggling in their tr- times, you know what I mean? To let them know whether they're chasing the musical or whatever, you know what I mean? To people that have already successfully made it, you know what I mean, and continually successfully making it. So we trying to dive into the stories, you know what I mean, and shows shed some inspiration. Oh yeah. So where do Real we start? Shit. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I've been doing a lot of I've been I've been back home working a lot. Oh yeah, that's good, man. We're happy to have you back home. Beautiful. Not a doubt. Um, so let's dive right in. Childhood. Oh, Where'd you man. grow up? So we started like this. On the night I was born, no, I'm fucking. Lying. I mean, if it's if you can get there, let's do it. <laughs> no shit. Uh, my mom, her name is my mom is a big part of this story. Uh, her name is Babette Larry. My family is the Larrys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm a Larry. Westside Gun is a Larry. That's our family name. Okay. Even though that's not my uh, physical last name or whatever. So. You know what I mean? My family came here from Laverne, Alabama. This shit, people don't know this shit. I've never said that ever yeah. on the microphone. It's good. My family come from Laverne, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Uh, on Montana Street, the block that I rent, my aunt bought a house over there in 1972. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure it wasn't the neighborhood it was that I rap about. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. But, you know what I mean? Uh, my mom grew up over there with the uh, with the younger kids over there, so... You know what I mean, yeah. my, my my aunt Lonnie, she was the type of she was the type of person who took in who took in the kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Aunt Lonnie. But anyway, just growing up on my tent, it was dope, man. I played football. Uh, I hung out with, with with just the neighborhood kids, man. Living on the east side of Buffalo, we was heavy into the Bills, man. I remember the Bills Super Bowls. Uh, I remember the motherfucking the Michael Jackson light up sneakers. I had a pair of those. Oh yeah, those are lit. You know what I'm saying? And, no. It was just about you know, you know, playing sports and just and just hanging out. You know what I'm saying? And not being aware of, of all the things that's going on around you. It don't matter to you. It don't affect you. You know what I'm saying? You a kid. You know what I mean? So, so when uh, when that kind of <clears throat> when for you do you think that kind of changed? When did you go from throwing snowballs to maybe busting windows or some whatever it was for you? Maybe like you know around like fifth or sixth grade. Okay. You know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's when you go to school and you're not getting on a bus. You walk to school, mm-hmm. and on the way to school, you're stealing out of stores. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> might not even windows. make it to school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I wasn't skipping school in fourth, fifth, sixth grade. I was okay. going to school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Were you smart kid? Or like yeah, at least? Yeah, got all A's and B's. Okay. Got all A's and B's. I was an honor roll student my uh, whole student career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so when, when you started throwing rocks and shit, 
What did you did that? Did you see that kind of change your grades or your give nope. a shit? Oh, that, okay. did, that didn't change my grades. That didn't change my grades. Just just being just being a, a menace, a menacing kid. Not really a menacing kid, just a bad kid. Yeah. That didn't change my grades, but thinking I was a young hoodlum changed my grades. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't cool to sit in the school and just do all your work and we going and we don't give a fuck. We sit here, we chilling. Right. You know what I'm saying? But just being a kid right before junior high, you know what I'm saying? Junior high was, that's when, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, a nigga really seeing what's going on, taking a liking to the drug dealers. I'm noticing... Oh, he got them, those kicks on. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that chain fly. I'm yeah. like, damn, man, where you get them rails from? Right. That's I, when that's me noticing all of that. You know what I mean? And, and, and then it went from, like, you know, just breaking windows to just, you know what I mean? Like, remember smoking that first blunt? Niggas rolling up. I remember I remember first time I smoked a blunt. I was 14. It was a fucking 12-year-old in a cypher, like, <laughs> doing all this shit. Like, this wasn't his first time smoking. I'm like, this motherfucker bad as shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he younger than me and shit. He the one rolling this shit up. I'm like, this shit wicked. <laughs> you probably finesse it nice, too. You know what I mean? But uh, in, uh, in 1993, in 1993, I remember that's around when I probably was in, like, third grade or some shit like that. My mom... I was living on Windy Street, and my mom got into it with her boyfriend, and uh, where she pulled out a hatchet, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when the police pulled up, like, he actually was, like, abusing her, but when the police pulled up, she she had the hatchet. So they so they uh, put their attention right on her, like, freeze. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm, I'm watching this shit. She don't hear him, so she not, she not putting the motherfucker down. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So... They like they like got extra aggressive, and I thought I remember thinking in my mind like, damn, what if they they gonna fucking shoot my mom? Right, right. You know what I'm saying, so too boom, young to do nothing about it. Hell yeah, I was like nine years old, but uh, the, after that incident, we went to a foster home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to a foster home for a year. Shout out to the boy family; they took us in. And uh, after that year, so we didn't just go to a random family. My uh. My aunt took us in. That's why I come back to my aunt. That's why I like start the story over my aunt mm-hmm. on Montana. You know what I'm saying? That's why I've been. I was born on a house. Yeah. I was on Montana Street, but like I said, I, I live with my mom, and she had moved from there, moving around with her. And then when I went to the after the year in foster care, I, I moved back in, on Montana in 1994 after I already lived over there before, and always was coming over there doing laundry with my mom and shit. But anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I was raised in the church too. At yeah. the same time, I was raised in the church. I was uh, like, uh, like I was a, a bright kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A bright kid. When you trust me, a bright kid knows he or she is a bright kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, kids don't be bad. They just be smart as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. They don't even yeah, be yeah. bad. They just be smart as fuck. Like how like the fuck you over. know that? Get the fuck out yeah. of here! Like, like you ain't supposed to know that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you think I'm, you? Do you think that time that you spent in there that year, you know what I mean? Did you really, you know what I mean, go through a mental, you know what I mean, adjustment and did you really focus or did you, did it change you? Uh, you know, it, it, to be honest with you, it, it really didn't change me because I, I, I was never, I wasn't a sad kid, but I knew I was poor. You feel what I'm saying? I knew, I knew I had, I knew I was dealt a bad hand. You know what I'm saying? I seen other kids with shit. I seen other kids have families and shit. I know we were always the kids. Like, we had to move in with my aunt. We had to, you know what I'm saying? We we had right. to go to foster care. Or we, we always needed a ride somewhere. Or my mom always needed extra help. Waiting I knew, in line at the Wrath Building. 
Exactly. And and they meetings with my mom. You know what I'm saying? So I knew who the fuck I was and and what I was born into. But you know, I was a kid, so it it, it didn't affect me how I see it affect other kids though. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a that is a blessing because like I say this now, I don't look like what I've been through. I don't wear it on me. You know what I'm saying? I don't you like if I tell you what I've been through, you wouldn't even feel like, damn, you like even I don't even look like a rapper. Motherfuckers ain't even think I rap, you know what I mean? Right. But anyway. But you know what I'm saying? So around like uh moving back on Montana, like I said, that's when I'm just noticing I'm just noticing the flashiness of shit. Guys is is tougher around me. Now when we skip school, now when we skip school, instead of stealing from the store, breaking a window, we might we might test our punch, who got the hardest punch. Mm. So on the way to school, like we taking turns punching random motherfuckers. Yeah. Just like shit like that, like a tough guy contest mm. type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So Broadway and Bailey. Yep, type yep. shit. You know what I'm saying? Right there, those is I mean, I remember that it was the spot. They were having an actual issue with that over there. Those motherfuckers were just knocking out the, the homeless dudes. Or the yeah, you know that, that that's that's a thing. You know, it's fucked up, but that's mm-hmm. a thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Menacing young mm-hmm. young hoodlums we were. Yeah, trying to figure it out. Absolutely, surrounded by a bunch of menacing young hoodlums. Did you? Did, would you say when you started off seeing <clears throat> all the jewelry and all that stuff? You know what I mean? Would you say that, you know what I mean, that that was your divine goal to drive, you know what I mean, at the time? No, it was, it, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't, it was, it wasn't about the jewelry to me. It, it really wasn't even about the money to me. It was about the life to me, to do things that I never got to do. Hearing people like, yo, uh, I might be outside playing with another kid. I'm like, yo, I got to go. My family taking me to WrestleMania. I know I ain't going to no fucking WrestleMania. Yeah. And I'm saying like shit like that. Always wanted to do the things that I couldn't do. Hearing people, yo, we just came back from Florida. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know what I'm saying? Seeing kids pull up yep. with the nice clothes and just whatever. I just I just wanted more for myself. Yep. It was never one thing I didn't. I never seen like nobody pull up with a car like I need that. Or it wasn't no specific chain or watch. It was just the fact that, you know, like me, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a have things. I'm going to do things in my life. I'm going to live life. It was more about that for me. I didn't want to just, I was always uncomfortable in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and. My father, my father, Johnny Pinnock, you know what I'm saying? That's my father. He's not my biological father, but I, you know what I'm saying? I, I claim he is because he's been there ever since I was born, like literally. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't find out this until I was 16 that, you know what I'm saying? Right. You feel me? No, I do. So Your it's like. father, same situation. So it's like this. That nigga, my biological father. I know him and my mom had complicated issues, so going back. Thinking about things, thinking like, damn, he wasn't my biological papa, but he went through that shit with my mom. I remember that nigga like beating up my brothers and sisters' father. Mm-hmm. I remember him like like doing a whole lot of yeah. shit that that you don't do to a for a kid that's not yours. Uh, yeah, as well terrible. as well as how you gotta think I was thinking back how young he was and thinking back the things that he that my mom was putting him through. So it's all type of factors. Yeah. And this man is like still was there for me as much as he could for me growing up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I could never thank him enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got, I bear his last name, my daughter. I mean, you know, that's that's my family name. Yeah. You know? I carry that shit. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing, man. I know when people step up like that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said, you, you, we commend all those brothers. Those those fathers right there, they they, they really, you know what I mean? They go above and beyond and wow. they don't get the recognition that they need, you know? Right, right, man. So, so I, I say that to say, being around him, he he a guy who, who never smoked, who never drank. Who always kept a job? Who was the direct opposite of my mom? Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Shout out my mom, though. My mom was street smart. You know what I'm saying? My mom, you know, she taught me a lot. She, she taught me about the game. Like, when I jumped in the game, I was taking advice from my mom. Mm-hmm. I was going to weed. I was going to school selling weed, uh, and it was my mom's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my mom my mom was street smart. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, my pops, he a person who who took pride in his appearance and, and took pride in how he moved, so... You know what I'm saying I, I always I always had two sides to it. I always had it. I did have a, a, a positive male role model in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, let me ask you this: When did you switch from weed to you know? When did you give yourself the promotion that I was going to start making a little bit more money than weed money? Mm, man, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, man, I I started off selling crack. Okay. <laughs> I mean, weed was yeah. secondary. Yeah, all right. I well, usually that, that's where gateway, I feel like, weed is a gateway. Because you start saying, I want to make more money This is why I tell money. people, I'm from Montana Avenue, and I stress that so much because yeah. the picture I'm trying to paint is that I grew up in a cesspool of everything. It's equivalent to, it's equivalent to a, you know, it, it was his, it was his own thing. You know what I'm saying? It had the younger dudes down here. It had the older dudes down here. It had a middle ge- a middle generation. It had a younger generation, and it had a younger generation than that. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? There was so many, so much shit going on. It's motherfucking at least twenty thousand dollars a day coming down there on that block. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it it had its own lore about it. Like you had to be a hustler coming from that block. It's almost something that you want to live up to. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was pressure. It was pressure coming from a, a place like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then to see where I'm at today, I'm like, damn, that shit really in people from over there. Because there's guys who come from over there who never sold a drug. Motherfuckers working at car sales p- spots, and they the best car salesmen there. They have a unique <laughs> brand. <Yeah. laughs> you know That's what I'm saying? Like, that shit. The dude, okay, I started mm. off selling crack. This tie into the story. Now, I went to go get a, we went to go get a double up. You know what I'm saying? From Larry Love. Rest in peace, Larry Love. And uh, I got mine. My homeboy got his. And we rode our bikes back to Montana. By time, I don't know who this guy fucking called him. By time we got back, he lost his. He was in his sock. I don't know how to fucking lose it. Yeah, fuck. But he lost his. It's a long ride. And he never, he never got back in the game again. Yeah. Uh. He's successful though today. Like, oh, well, <laughs> shit. It was a blessing. Like, you know what I'm yeah, that's so, crazy how the things happen. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes so, you don't even question that. Just right. real shit. And, and sometimes and, the universe just provides, right? Hell yeah. So, and, and, and basically that just started. You know, let me get to the, some some real shit because y'all told me I'm talking about my life. We're going to talk yeah, about this shit. Yeah, let's get into it. Living with my aunt after. So we wouldn't go bounce around to them foster homes. Moving with my aunt. My, we moved to Atlanta in 1995. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my family who moved here from Laverne, Alabama, moved to moved to Atlanta like in the early nineties. Yeah. So my family moved to Buffalo like in the seventies. In the seventies and in the, uh, what maybe the sixties, like the sixties yeah. and the seventies, and then in the nineties start going back to to the south. So in ninety five, I moved I moved back down there. Me and my brother. Marcello Lowry, Machine Gun Black, we was getting in so much trouble in schools down there. We couldn't fucking adjust. I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah. I, I think like the the rains, I kind of kind of feel like the rains was kind of loose down there. Yeah. We kept getting in trouble. They sent us back. And then when they sent me back, my best friend, City Boy, he told me. He put me to the side and told me like, yo, things ain't going to be how they was for you. So just, you know what I'm saying? Just going to have to adapt. And as him... 
basically telling me like you're gonna be I haven't lived I haven't lived with my mom in maybe like what two years because it's 90 no 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 this I haven't lived with my mom from 93 all the way to this one I moved back 99 okay. so about six years I haven't moved with my mom so living with my aunt you know what I'm saying she, she she a different type of person we wasn't rich or nothing we was we was regular we wasn't you know what I'm saying we was still fucked up we lived on Montana you know what, yeah, what I'm saying yeah. we was still fucked up but you know what I'm saying you know she wasn't she didn't she didn't battle addiction she was an alcoholic she she, she was like my grandmother it was like living yeah. with your grandmother yeah. You know what I'm saying? She made Very sure we lucky. had the things that we needed. We ain't had the things that we wanted, but right. we always had the shit that we needed. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I moved back, like I said, City Boy gave me that speech. And then a couple weeks later, I was going to go get that double up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's when that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, how old were you around that age? Like 14. Okay. All right. So At that you, time, do you think you had a, a imagery you had to uphold to? Yeah, but it was some like some kid shit. Wow. I just wanted some new kicks. I just didn't, I didn't want to be known as soft. I didn't want to be known as a killer. Right. I didn't want to be known as like a the big man on campus. I just, just want to be respected. Just want to be respected. You want to be able I mean? to pull up on the block. Yep. I talked to I, I talked to girls and I got nice mm-hmm. kicks. That's what it was about. I wanted to keep my nice you kicks. Give the respect that you want. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't on no no crazy tough guy shit. Yeah. I wanted to be known for just just being cool and being fly. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So then I'm guess the next question is when did you switch from selling crack to selling heroin? Because I mean we're leading into like uh, uh, a big moment of your life. Man, it's just basically 18, basically shortly after. Basically when when just still like as soon as you probably immediately upon noticing nah, nah, there's nah. money in that also. I, I would say I was I would say I would say maybe I would say maybe three years later. Three years later, where I'm doing it every day, okay. but but even leading up to it, Montana is a heroin block, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like close guarded. Yeah, and a guy like me, I took I took I took pride in like I'm trying to tell you because a car would roll down a block and like 20 dudes would run up to the motherfucker. So being young, being like 15, 16, like I took pride where I, I, I didn't have to do that. Like I'm just yeah. gonna make my little money, it was small money, but I'm gonna make my little money on this corner doing. I'm like I don't gotta do that. Yeah. I don't got to run up to the cars, you know what I'm saying? But, right, right, but I, of course I did it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes nobody be out there. I get me a couple bundles to sell. Motherfucker, the motherfucker had all the bundles. Popo lived right next door to me. Right. Lived right next door to me. Spanish motherfucker named Popo lived right next door to me. I'm trying to tell you, like, Montana's crazy. It's, it's yeah. like the fucking wires. It's, I mean, it's real shit. It's like a little jungle, right? Like its own little jungle. I mean, you, know you look down the street and you have a pretty good idea, even just alone. Mm hmm. So I even checked the Google Maps and the missing houses. Man, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it used to be. And, and we don't even want it to be like back like yeah, that. Good. That's good. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That shit was crazy. It's probably on one of the other blocks. I'm sure. Um, Maybe but, it is, man. Yeah. But you know that shit was crazy. And so, I know one of your big things right now is trying to uplift. You know what I mean? The community and everything, and you uplift those things that you know what I mean that you, mm-hmm. you know I mean you've seen and everything. You know that's very unique and a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's that's, that's good. You know what I mean? Because no. it no, says. No. A lot of people, a lot of, a lot of, I personally don't see a lot of right, big hitters, back. you know what I mean, like that, trying to give back like that. Yeah. Letting these youth yeah. know it's not, this it's not mandatory. Man, like that. that's the most important part of this shit. That's why I come here. That's why I'm eager to tell my mm-hmm. story like this, to show people. The one thing, the, the, the one thing that I want people to know about my success is this. If I can do this shit, literally anybody mm-hmm. can do it. If oh, a man. person like me, I've been down to my last chance. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been down to my last chance. I've been motherfucking down to my last dollar. I've been down to my last everything. Right. I've been down to my last nerve <laughs> with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I already know. So but um, if a nigga could pull, if I could pull a lot of that, anybody could. You know? So yeah. do you think? Do you think? That. You know what I mean? You had a lot of big. I mean, I still now. You know what I mean? Like, like not like trust issues. You know what I mean? Like who do who who do who do I trust? You know what I mean? Even with with your success. Man, you, you, you trust people who got shit to lose with you. That's who you trust. You know what I'm saying? That's unique. That's who yeah. you trust. Like, it's okay to even fuck with motherfuckers, but far as trust and 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 reliable trust. Cause I trust everybody. I trust everybody to be who they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I trust everybody to be is like, my like, quality. like like if somebody like if 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 I got some jewelry laying around and I go pick it up. And I go put it in somewhere, and a motherfucker like, damn man, you don't trust me? No, I trust you to be who the fuck you are. That's why I put it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I perfectly yeah, trust no you. I know who you are. Let's not kid ourselves. Right, right. No, <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? That. I trust you. So, but reliable trust is only the motherfuckers who got shit to lose with you. Mm. That's it. No doubt. It's a nice job with that. Uh, so, going back between the age of whenever I think you said around 17, you started mm-hmm. selling heroin, but you got. Busted at 18 or 19? Anything significant happened in between those years? Man, yeah, yeah. when I was 17. When I was 17, I definitely uh, caught a case. Okay. I motherfucking just, you know, just standing out there. Like I said, guys running up to the... Remember that I told you mm-hmm. about that shit? Guys mm-hmm. running up. I remember it was my turn. I remember it was my turn, so I'm running up to the car, and there's somebody who knew it was my turn running up to the car with me, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm arguing before I go, before I even do the business, because I'm so pissed off. I'm like, yo... Cause I knew he was gonna do this shit, <laughs> so I was really anticipating telling him to back the fuck up more than I was telling more than I was about the money. You know what I'm saying? So I at the window arguing, look up, I see the police hit the corner. You know what I'm saying? So what I do? I drop the shit and, and I drop the shit in uh in a lick lap, boom, drop it in a lap. Mm-hmm. Then I like walk up. You know how the Buffalo houses is? I walk up the driveway. Yeah. But then as soon as I get past where you can't see me, I take off. Yep. You know what I'm saying I'm motherfucking. But the, the, like I said, this is a crazy block, so they knew what we was doing. So I hopped the block, I hopped the fence, and ran over to the other to the other sh- block. They're they was out, they were out there too. Yeah. So when I seen them was out there, you know what I do? I do my shit. Bong bong. Barry Sanders. <laughs> Facts. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Do my Barry Sanders shit. They put a, they got another car. They put a car up to try to damn near hit me. So I only could like move. I only could like run in certain one area, and I had to hop another fence. But it's so crazy. I ended up in the same spot where I just took off from. Mm-hmm. So when I hop back over the fence, they on Montana coming up the yard. Like I could hear them coming up the yard. I'm yeah. like, damn, I still got the work on me. So I like threw it somewhere and just laid down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was 17. They came yeah. back there. Then the first thing I thought about when they came back there, I threw that shit. I'm like, damn, these these niggas probably got shit stashed back here. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, the way they had you set up, like, yeah, I'm just like, ready damn. for you. Yeah. I'm like. I mean, so uh, you didn't have any kids yet, right? Hell no. Okay, so all right, so you got caught. Uh, what happened? How uh, seventeen years old were they? Would they charge you with? That was that was my first time getting caught, but that was the first time. I remember getting caught when I was sixteen. Some shit, some shit, crazy story. But for that for that specific time, they uh, sentenced me to probation. Look at this shit. They sentenced me to probation. And the day that I had to report to probation and start my probation, my pops was taking me to Disney World. Yeah. He didn't know nothing about this because he would have never took me. He would have never let me go. So what would you do? 
Go to Disney World anyway. Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we was going, and we was going on his 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 uh his girlfriend at the time had a uh, had a daughter, beautiful daughter, man. I can't I can't remember her name, man. One of my stepsisters, man. My pops was a player. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. One of my stepsisters, and it's crazy. They lived on Montana. It's crazy. And she <laughs> and she uh and she was battling cancer. And she, through the Make a Wish program, the daughter, right? She was going to uh, Disney World, and they asked her who she wanted to bring, and she wanted to bring my pops. Oh, <laughs> you know man. what I'm saying? So he bring he brought me. It was right after 9 11. Oh, my little sure. sister didn't want to go. She wasn't fucking with the airplane. She was way younger than me. But yeah. he was like, "You want to go?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'm going." I'm saying, "He don't know." I'm like, "About to get sent to, uh, to probation and shit." <laughs> oh, yeah. So I went on the day that I had to report to probation. My first day. That was the day we had to catch them flights. Ain't no way I was missing them flights for that shit. No, no way. See ya. Did you Go. make it there and back? No, rep- no. Of course. Issues? Enjoyed it. Had a blast. I never been back. I got to get back to Disney World. No, <laughs> and no one was the wiser. You're saying? No, hell yeah. I, I dealt with that okay. on the back end. Hell yeah. 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 That, ain't, right. that shit ain't Catch go away. Me what I get. Hell yeah. That's all gingerbread. Man. That's it. So that's was all. 16. You said there was another one. Did you spend any time? Nope, nope. Okay. The, fir- right. the first one, when I was 16, my mom was out. She was out at a fucking a wedding. She told me I'm going to Utica, Utica, New York for a wedding. Don't have the niggas on my porch. Don't be doing nothing. <laughs> nope. I'm like, okay. But by, 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 by time this time come this summer, I'm, I'm rocking. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a 16-year-old young man. I got shit going on. So anyway, she told me don't have the homies on the porch, the older homies. I'm in the house cook, cooking like burgers and shit. Mm-hmm. Seasoning them bitches up. I remember I go outside, man, and the police got the, they on my porch. They got everybody stretched the fuck out. And I see one officer, I got wooden stairs. Like he got a crowbar lifting up the stairs. Cause one of one of the homies, when they pulled up, one of the homies dropped a bundle of dope between the stairs and they seen him do it. So they lifting up the stairs. I'm looking through the stairs. I can see the bundle of dope. So I know the police can see it. So he about to pop the shit up and grab it and take this dude to jail. But me, I'm thinking like, all I could hear is like, you know what I mean? Me and my mom was at a point where we was like mending our relationship. You know what I'm saying? And I was kick, getting kicked out a whole bunch of times. And I was selling dope out the house and just, you know what I mean? Got a lot of shit going on. And so it was different from her telling me like, don't have nobody around my house. Like it, it was it was different. Yeah. So me like, I'm thinking like, fuck. So all I could do is tell the police like, yo man, what the fuck is y'all doing? I could try to like speak up. It's like, it's my house. Yeah. Like I'm, the, I'm like the person in charge. Yeah, I got yeah. brothers and sisters there too, but I'm the person in charge. My mom left. I'm, I'm in charge of this shit. So these motherfucking police, they try to like, yo, you wanna, you wanna come out here? I'm like, hell no. Nah. I remember, nigga, I got about like seventy dimes, sixty dimes, somewhere stashed back there. You know what I'm saying? And like twenty seven hundred, like put up in my shoe somewhere. Right. So I'm like, man, I don't wanna fuck with these niggas. But they getting so crazy now. They got the dog. They're on the porch now. They probably know you too, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So I speak up. You know, they end up... And in some way, man, I end up in the back of the car. Because they, they probably yeah. already knew you, right? Like you said, they knew the black was... Yeah, yeah, know, hell yeah. So, but I got... That was, that was that was like my first time. That was my first time okay. going to jail and going to the... <clears throat> like going to the Holton Center or anything like that. I was 16. Okay. And one time I got... Like I was 13, I got caught for stealing a bike. Stayed the night in East Ferry. But, but that was my first time going down and... Really, that was like fun as shit. Like, yeah, you knock right. with the big homies. We go down. It was niggas in Central Book talking shit. We like, oh, bitch, you niggas up. My nigga, we'll fuck you up. You know, niggas down there going crazy. <laughs> 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 that shit. I mean, he let me right out. 
man. Young nigga. My pops came to get me. Real shit. Do you think that's supportive? You know what I mean? Your pops coming to get you out? You know what I mean? Had anything to do with that funness? Like, oh, it's all right now? You think that you did? Yeah, like, did you think it made you feel like you're getting off on it? Yeah, like, like, like jail, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Jail's all right. I got pops. My, my biggest obstacle out, out of that whole situation was my pops. I'm from the streets. Yeah. Even though I was even though I was only 16, like, I was, by this time, I was, like, versed in everybody. Like, I remember I used to brag about, man, I never even caught a case. Like, being, imagine back, bra- being 16 bragging about it. Like, you ain't even yeah. live long enough to <clears> fucking <throat> not catch them. Exactly. Right. But everybody around me that age was catching them. So, you know what I mean? I I figured I knew how it would go, and I knew I wasn't going to stay. I was only 16, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. it was crack that you didn't find in my pocket. <clears throat> they ended up taking the money, so, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it wasn't, like, fun fun, but it wasn't, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it was no sweat off a no, nigga's no, back, you no know what I mean? Deal. It was nothing. I mean, it was it just added so to then, the uh, shit. I guess, uh, so then let's get to the big one, then. How old were you, 18, 19, when you got uh, caught selling, yeah. I believe, a kilo? <clears throat> Motherfucking... Basically, that was that was a little different. I must know that so. that went that went different. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah. That went all the way different. If but, you don't mind, tell us about it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I I ain't gonna say tell the whole story, but I'm gonna tell enough of it. Basically, man. Basically, now whole time I'm on a run now for that shit I didn't report for. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the whole time for that shit I didn't report for, I'm on a run. Yeah. So I got a trap knocking. Yeah. Uh, 18 years old. I got some shit rocking. You know what I'm saying? Niggas staying up all night. Everybody could come there and get money. Rocking. West Side Gun came there and got money before. Motherfucking Machine Gun Black came there and got money before. Like, I had this shit rocking. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. West Side Gun caught a case out that motherfucker, too, before. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're killing it. You're having lots of fun or just working? Man, I'm trapping. I'm trapping. I got a spot just, just going stupid at the time. 18, young nigga. Not even, don't got nothing to do with the hood. I don't even come, I'm coming through visiting, shit like that. But anyway, I'm all fucking, my man telling me like, yo, I got to move for us. All you just need to do is uh, have some paper. We can go bust this move. I'm like, all right, I got, I got, I got some paper, but I'm not going with you. I'm like, cool, say less. So he's telling me about the move, telling me about the move. It's for if it's like I had some money, he gonna take the money, he gonna snatch something for us. It's for a good price. This type of shit don't be around. So I'm like, all right. So the day finally come, he like, yo, we about to bust that move. I never thought the day was gonna come. So <clears throat> I, I I I go with him. But he tell me to go with him. Like, yo, come with me. I wasn't expecting to go with him. And you know, and this and this is real shit. This saved me. This is real shit. I used to be in the house trapping so much, so fucking bored. Remember, I was 18. Yeah. My girl at the time worked at Wendy's. She was like, damn. She's like, this shit is crazy. It's crazy at work. Like, we need help. I'm like, I'll help y'all. She like, nah, for real, no. We need you to put you on the books. I'm like, I'll help y'all. So I went to work one day. The day before this, I went to Wendy's. I went to Wendy's and worked like for three and a half hours. So I went to Wendy's and shit. They tried to get me to come in that day. They called me like, yo, we needed to come in. I probably should have took my ass in. I'm thinking like, man, I, I wasn't never going back. I'm like, man, I ain't going back to that yeah, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. Yeah. They had me flipping fucking burgers, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. But Who anyway. Now you're the butcher. Anyway, ain't nothing wrong with that. I had a couple other jobs, too. Yeah. Yeah, we all got to put it in the work, right? Hell yeah, I'm a hustler for real. But anyway. You think that the, the, the money, the, the, the flow of the money become an addiction? Of course. That's what you're addicted to. You're addicted yeah. to the money. 
know what I'm saying? Nothing Comfort. else. You addicted to the money. You addicted to, to to the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And whatever your lifestyle is, people think the lifestyle is, you know, clubs, bitches, weed, and fashion. Man, hell no! It's people blowing money on fishing trips. That's their lifestyle. <laughs> you know, I'm spending their last. You know, you ain't got that much money to to fly out there with your good old buddies and go down there. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you might get invited somewhere with your friends and. And they're like, yo, man, we all going down here to pay this. And it costs this. You can't keep up with that. But people still paying that shit. Yeah. That's their lifestyle. So that's what it is. But I end up uh, going with him. And basically, it was a setup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. It was a setup. Was him involved or just for both of you? No, the person the person who we were supposed to be scoring from okay. was in a situation. Was in a situation with the federal government trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to loosen their reins. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, and you know, and throw us yeah. on a, and throw us on a skewer. Yeah, I'm saying so that definitely <clears throat> went went different. Attempt to distribute, you know, what I'm saying, attempt to distribute a kilo, uh, and criminal impersonation because I lied about my name because I was on the run from the shit that I went to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that came back to bite me in my ass. That that turned into a whole new charge. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes it would work, right? Because they let you go, and then nah, you're hell just no, nah, that won't work. This was the government. That yeah, wasn't that working. Was this that is that not. Shit, that this is the feds. I just know, like, it was old dumb friends was always to, sharing the IDs with each other. It was other. dumb for me to do that. They gave me that charge. They yeah. gave me that charge. They made me state my name in a courtroom, and before I could finish saying my name, the DA was like, "Actually, Your Honor, his name is." <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real shit. So, <clears throat> so what they slam you with? Uh, how long did you? I end up getting a two year sentence. But look. My blessing was that fucking job at Wendy's. Yeah. yeah that's so right. I, you know what I mean? And I, I feel like I used my youthful offender mm -hmm. for that because they end up, like, the, the state end up, like, dismissing the case because they didn't get me in court for arraignments about motherfucking eight months later. So they, like, time served. Oh, wow. We're going to let these, we're going to let these, we're going to let these motherfuckers deal with your dumb ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You, you got a lot on your hands. Yeah, for real. Shit. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So a nigga, a nigga just was blessed by that. I mean, my brother was my co-defendant. He got like five years. My other man was my co-defendant. You know what I'm saying? And that was, that was, that was, that's, that's when you realize like jail, you know what I mean? And you realize like, hold up, hold the fuck up. Hell no. I got to be out here doing something because you could lose valuable time. You people dying in there. There's shit going on. You know what I'm saying? So, so. That gave me a sense of like, that gave me a sense of a more awareness. You know what I'm saying? Just going aware. out. It's like you, it's, it's like you lose your, your protective cover when you get tied, when you get tied up with them people for the first time. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, like I said, 16, it was fun. You know what I mean? It was yeah. nothing, but 18, uh, it's a, it's a big case like that. It's like, mm -hmm. come on now. You know what I mean, so after that, you know, a nigga started moving with purpose, came home, started really, Paying attention to my music more, to be honest with you. <clears throat> Basically, like, on the way how I'm constructing it, I'm setting up studio times. I'm, I'm being like a, I'm being like a leader yeah. and how I'm doing shit and how I'm carrying myself with this shit. So Taking it seriously. Exactly. Not to go back a little bit, but you, at the time you went up, you got locked up, you say, you went up, like, upstate and stuff? No, it was a fair. It was, it was, okay. it was federal. I did time with Batavia. I did time at Ashland, Kentucky, medium, and the, a camp. Uh, I was in Atlanta, USP. Uh, what I say? Did I say Youngstown already? 
Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah, it's a different world. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. So when you're young, you you prepare for the state. I mean, you thinking you thinking the state, then they hit you with some oh, shit. It's yeah. like some shit I ain't Feds even prepared just, for. Like, why the fuck am I in Atlanta? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and what up there, you know, it's Feds state's different. You know, what I mean, I mean, Feds is a whole different world. They can send you anywhere. Yep, they can send you anywhere. Anywhere you got it, like really eight hours away, but they be sending motherfuckers for far as a bitch. How'd you get through your? Uh, how'd you pass time through? Prison? Man, doing young nigga shit, man, smoking, chilling, rapping. No, I mean, you know uh, working when you're out. I was just all those things where you're locked up too. Did I do all of those things? Oh shit! I didn't yeah. realize. Okay, <laughs> you got nothing but time, bro. I didn't. I mean, well, no, I just it's reading not, books. Yeah. Uh, okay. Watching you said TV. smoking when you're talking cigarettes. Fuck no. We smoking. Hell yeah. Mm. Shit, okay. I see. I'm glad. You know. I'm. I don't know. But you know what I'm, I'm glad. Saying? <laughs> yep. All just right. So being um, a young nigga, I was a young nigga at that point. The world in time. inside of its own shit. world. You heard that? Okay. <laughs> I'm saying the whole world inside of its own world. I mean, it's just yeah, came back. Came back. And, and, and went Focus back for a violation. That. Came back and went focused on my music, but ended up going back for a violation. But this, by this, when I go back for a violation, it was a bullshit violation. It was a nigga went back for a violation for like a maybe a dirty urine or maybe like not yeah. reporting a time. You know what I'm saying? Some bullshit. No new case just They were sick of my ass, so I went back for a violation for a year. Uh, but by this time, a nigga had a a nigga had a six month old baby. Oh yeah. So this yeah, so it was, was, it was different than, yeah. more different, even it though it's was, less it time. Was way different. Mr. First birthday, Mr. Walking, Miss All yeah. that shit. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's when that nigga like that was my first time being in there like fuck. Yeah. I, well so then how do you how do you just real quick, how do you make it through that year then? Knowing that, that you're making different. all that. Missing all that. Bitting just smoking, working out, playing ball. How are you working looking in at the, the future kitchen. in there? Like, Man, I'm you... thinking, like, I'm about to go home, and I'm going to smash shit. I'm going home, and I'm going crazy. Around this time, <clears throat> my niggas, Conway going stupid with the rap shit. Mm-hmm. Street Entertainment going dumb with the rap shit. Before we got locked up, we was going dumb. Right now, now let's talk about that. Before this rap shit, I mean, before, before, I got, before I got caught up on that shit, on the violation, we was doing we did the case lay mixtape. Mm-hmm. We did so many mixtapes. We dropped crazy mixtapes. Prior, like to, prior to the violation. Prior to the yeah. violation. Yeah. We going stupid. Okay. 2005, we're going dumb. Yeah. We're going dumb. I, I end up doing a violation top of the year, 2006. 2005, we got the streets crazy. We got Buffalo crazy. We got shit stupid. So Yo. that was my aspiration. Like, man, shit, I didn't think that could happen. Like, we was on, we was on, it was deep, it's DVD era. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Damn, so when you got locked up on that violation, you got the streets jumping, you got a newborn on, oh my yeah. goodness. Shit, what type of shit. devastation did you feel at the time, bro? I felt, I felt, I felt like, damn, I'm leaving this shit, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't know what it meant to, to leave nothing like that back home because it never happened before, to me before. Remember, I'm still young. Yeah. I'm 22. So I'm still young. Uh, and, nigga, my brother got killed 30 days before I came home on this one. Ugh. So that was a hard bid. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Even if it was just a year, that was like a lot of shit changed yeah. for me in a year. A lot of shit. I mean, you just left the empire, bro. No, facts. But I knew I was in good hands. You know, when you when you bid, that's one of the things that, that's one of the things that 
that keep you calm when you know you're in good hands, when you know you got people out there doing the right thing for you, yeah. when you know you got uh, somebody who's going, like, you know your kid's okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. that's the thing you worry about when you're locked up. Like, damn, I hope the homie's moving good because yeah. you don't want to call home and some bullshit happen. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that happened to me. I called home and some, like, my brother was gone. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. real shit. So. so that sit down right there, did that really adjust your thoughts of, like, damn, okay, this can't happen again. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I got to start looking at that shit. Changed, that, changed me as a, that changed me as a person. That, ch- that changed my life. You know what I'm saying? It made me move different. <clears throat> it made me more. I really didn't give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck what happened to anybody after that. Like my brother did. I don't give a fuck what happened to nobody. So that gave me that. I I, I always, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't always have that. But that definitely gave me that. I ain't give a fuck about nobody. Like, nigga, die. Nigga, uh, fuck y'all. Suffer. I had to. You know what I'm saying? So, crazy. So, um, is that the time when you really start focusing on your music at that, around that time then? Like you said, you know what? This this violation, this just, mm-hmm. I can't keep doing this. You know what I mean? I got I got a kid on the out exactly. there. You know what I mean? That's exactly quit. what I said. You know, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, you realize I'm, what you did. I'm, I'm not going to jail again. I'm saying I'm coming back. I'm working on my music. I'm going stupid. I'm doing what I need to do. Take care of my kid. My baby mother did the right thing when I was locked up. She held me down. You know what I'm saying? I came yeah. home and got married. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? And like I, I, I was, I was, I had that. You know what I'm saying? I had that frame of mind. Right. I was, I knew, I was like a local celebrity at that time before I left. So I when I came home, so when I came home, I'm like, I'm gonna be more like less accessible. Like I'm, I'm, a, you know what I'm saying like real shit. I had a lot going, going on. So. Yeah. And that's just what the fuck I did. I came home and I took over. Dropped more mixtapes. Did more shit. You know what I'm saying? Just just kept grinding. You know what I'm saying? The, the grind of a of an East Side Buffalo rapper from a city that, you know, nobody never gets on. I just continued that shit. Did everything. That's in the middle of me when I dropped, like, songs. Like, some of my biggest shit, like, Smoke Good. You know what I'm saying? I dropped Smoke Good around that time. Uh, what else? Bitch, I'm balling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Two of my two of my shits that that I got that I got videos for that people knew me for. I came back and I dropped those. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, late night noise. I did mention you were on late night noise back in the day. Late night noise back I don't in the even day. Know about that when, shit. When my cousin, uh, not my cousin, my boy City Boy, he used to host that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. Yep, used to stay up in my grandma's spare bedroom just watching that shit. And <laughs> dudes that were selling cards. Remember the dudes that used to sell cards on the TV? Oh yeah. Um, that thing was a big wave, though. Yeah. All right. So do you quit? You cut the game out completely and yeah, got jumped right into the music, or what? I, I didn't cut the game out. How did you find? A better question would be like, how did you transition from cutting that out of your life? You know, that way maybe someone in this to realizing could, the status that you know, I mean, you created and everything that you where you at right now, the local celebrity. Yeah, because it doesn't always have to be celebrity either. Some people just learn yeah. that I need to work in life. Whatever. To no, cut that, don't work, you for know? me, for me personally, to cut that out of my life, I had to have a clear shot at opportunity. Mm-hmm. Cause where where we kicking it, when I'm, when I'm when I'm kicking it with y'all, I'm 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 still twenty three. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't signed my Griselda contract till nine years later. So a nigga went, a nigga went upstate. Then, then a nigga went back on a violation again, state violation. So for me, 
to be involved in, I needed a real clear cut chance for me to put my shit down. I couldn't keep fucking with this music shit and this music shit wasn't fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Just right. some G shit. Right. So it's like, I needed a clear cut chance. I needed West telling me, yo, Buzz, I'm about to sign this deal, nigga. Pull up, I need you. I needed somebody. And I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was only chasing like matter of factness at that, at that point in time. Yeah. And then so, when I had a clear cut opportunity with no promises made though, with no promises made. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. It was promises made. But you believed in it. You saw it. You saw it Some of them I didn't see. Okay. Some of them I didn't see. So you had faith in the creator. I did. You know, some of this, I'm trying to tell you, man, some of this shit Westside Gun told me. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, he was telling me before I ever got booked for anything. He was like, yo, Benny going to be the nigga who getting booked at clubs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Benny gonna be the nigga who they gonna be booking at strip clubs. Conway he gonna be this, uh-huh. and I'm thinking like, man, that'd be dope to get booked at strip clubs. Yeah, yeah. a nigga been booked at so many clubs that my manager calling me like, yo, stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm just thinking like, nigga, West said this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, Benny gonna be the nigga who going. You know what I'm saying? So Benny, you about to make the most money you ever have. Yo, watch this. You know, West seen it. This this one before a nigga got a dollar, and it's like, you sure, Buzz? 